Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Uh, I mean, uh, when, when the game is on the line, you kind of like just kind of chase the ball. Uh, yeah, it happened to, 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 to bounce, bounce out to me. Um, I, I think I kick it to Steven. Steven found Trey. Trey, pretty strong drive. Um, I mean, we had confidence in him. Like we knew he was going to knock him down. So, uh, yeah, it was a it was a good good team effort. After only playing eight minutes in the first half, you played basically 14 minutes in the second. And I don't know if you did you come off the floor in the last 10 minutes? Uh, no, I don't th- I don't think so. And what was the thought behind that? I mean, you basically replaced Mason out there. Just needed a spark. What what what? Yeah, I know. I mean. As I always say, uh, try to bring it to the team, whatever we're missing. Uh, I think the ball got a little sticky beginning of the second half, so I was just trying to move it, uh, be dynamic on offense, and just play with energy. I mean, uh, it's a, this is a special place. I mean, I don't know how cold it is outside. We still got 16, Four below. Yeah, 16,000, 17,000 people in this building. The energy was amazing, uh, so credit to them as well. Talk to, us, talk to us about that last possession oh. there. <laughs> ball, I, ball gets tipped out, and you're kind of in that unfortunate spot, right? Dingle's got it in his hands, and you're standing I, I know, I right know. next to him. It was the longest five seconds yeah. of my life. Because, I mean, we knew they were going to go to Jenkins. Yeah. Uh, uh, they've been going with him the whole game, so we, we kind of expected him to, to be the last shot. But then as soon as the, the shot was released, it was a war zone in there. Um, but yeah, I mean, we were, we were physical enough to to kind of get it out, and as you said, like I was, I just got caught right there in the middle. Yeah, um, yeah I just, I just, I was, I was praying at one yeah. point that, that please don't go in. Yeah. But I mean, uh, as I said before, team effort, great energy in this building, especially in a day like this one. It, it was, it was good. It was good. Really enjoyable. It was uh, a game turned in that mid stage of the second half. They got out by nine. Baylor gets the tech. This place is angry those types of moments typically is when we see us falter but you didn't yeah why yeah i mean coach, coach mac just said it in the locker room when we we it happened to be down nine in the game and like we never had doubts uh we knew that if we stayed disciplined together like that we were uh work our way back and then uh, at least have a chance at the end and and that's exactly what happened uh, so that's that's the, the great thing that this team has, you know. We're together, we stick it together through through thick and and, and thin. So um, I love it. I love everybody in, in that locker room. Awesome, man. That's a great win. Big time win protecting home court today. Yeah. Right, you know, now you got a huge stretch coming up right on the road. Kind of talk to us a little bit about the mental prep and quick turnaround going on the road playing two of the best teams in the Big East. Yeah, I mean, as you said, like we, we're lucky enough to have this opportunity to, to play the, the other two teams that are in the that are leading the Big East. Uh, but with, with this win, I think we, we stuck our nose out there. Uh, and yeah, we're going we're gonna to prepare Monday and Tuesday and and give our shot on, on Wednesday. Do you know how many minutes we went without a field goal at the end of the game? <laughs> I have no idea. Four minutes and 47 seconds, and we won. Yeah. Pretty I impressive. mean, yeah, we were struggling at one point with free throws, and that's another thing. Like, stay disciplined, you know, be able to 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 stay focused and and knocking down. We 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 spend a lot in free throw shooting, so um, 
very happy. You should be. No Congratulations. Thank Great you. job today. Thank you. Francisco Farabello, who finishes with four it. points, four rebounds, two assists, and a steal. And, of course, it was that steal and bucket that really kind of jump-started the rally. The 12-2 run after the Jays fell behind by nine. And, by the way, that is the largest deficit overcome at any point of any game this season. Ryan Kalkbrenner, who joins us, he had a game-high 18 today. And, big man, that was uh, that was a fight. Yeah, they play super physical, you know. So we knew it was going to be a game like that coming in, and we did a decent job handling it. Yeah, Kalk, we, it, talk to us a little bit about the just the last couple possessions, right? We talked to Francisco about it, but it's the craziest that happened to get Trey the basketball in the corner, gets to the free throw line, and then to stop at the end to finish out the game. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what happened to get Trey the ball there. I know we missed a shot or something, and I ended up on the ground. I looked up, and all of a sudden, Trey was driving to the rim. So that worked out pretty good. But then on the defensive end, just executing our ball screen coverage, we didn't do anything super out of the ordinary there. Just had to be super locked in and, and do what we do on those. It seemed like you changed it up a little bit. It was just Jenkins and Soriano all yeah. day, and kind of that drop coverage wasn't necessarily getting it done. And so we saw you kind of not, not hedge, but almost kind of brown it out and flatline him a little bit to get the ball out of his hands. Yeah, uh, toward the end we did throw a few of those out there just kind of, you know, knock him out of rhythm, but, you know, what did he end up with? He was Bobby. 5 of 17 yeah. from the field. So, you know, he made a few shots against the drop coverage, but overall, I mean, he'll take 5 of 17. Absolutely. You like doing that? I mean, we're so used to you just kind of camping out down low, but do you like having to come out occasionally and push those guards up the floor? You know, I don't, I don't mind doing that, especially like when we need to kind of throw a curveball at people, get them off balance. Uh, part of the thing with the drop coverage is if they get in a rhythm, then it does become hard to handle. So we always got to have that in our back pocket, ready to throw at them in case we need to like we did today. Talk us through the last play as well because Jenkins got to his spot, but this time he came up short. But what was the plan there in the last five seconds? <laughs> Just play our drop <laughs> coverage. and uh, I saw him about to raise up the shoot. I, was, I Honestly, I thought I almost blocked it. But, uh, yeah, you'll take that. Uh, mid-range contest the shot and then the guards did a great job of uh cracking down on Soriano making sure he didn't get the rebound so yeah we, we executed that pretty well. Kalk we, we're seeing a pattern here man we keep talking to you after the game and, and a lot of it has to do with your just your I guess it kind of growth rebounding the basketball right and it seems like since conference play started that's really been a, a concentrated effort for you just talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, and I know it's something that hasn't been a strong part of my game going into this year. You know, something that Mac and, you know, NBA guys whatnot want to see me improve at. So as this year's gone along, we've kind of just seen things on film, like, you know, how to get off a block out better. Because, you know, I'm not terrible at boxing out. My problem is getting off the box out and going to get the ball. So just figuring out a few things, practicing a few things to get better at that. And it's coming along, still a long ways to go, but it's better for sure. What did you think of guys' effort rebounding-wise, especially on the offensive end, because that's where they live. They, they're not a great shooting team, but what they do get is second and third yeah. chances, and you really limited that, especially in the first half. Yeah, we know they're really good at that. They play with high energy coming in and get those, so you know, obviously they're going to get a few, but if you can limit it, especially when a lot of their points come that way, you're, you're going to end up pretty good. What, do you, what are your thoughts on Soriano? You played him twice last year, handled him pretty well. How's his game changed this year in your mind? Um, he's just a really good player. 
I think he's a super physical guy, so as long as you can match his physicality, it gives you a much better chance. But, you know, I mean, a bunch of credit to him for getting better the way he has through, I think he's the same class as me or maybe one year older, but I played, think same class as you, yeah. played him a lot through here. He's really talented, you know, so it's always a challenge whenever we come in and play him. But if you match his physicality, you got a shot. Does it feel better? I mean, wins are always great, but does it feel better to win this style of basketball game? Yeah, because, you know, obviously we win a lot of our games, you know, running up and down, shooting the ball super well. <laughs> and we know we can win other ways, but it's nice to get one of these every now and then and just kind of build the confidence like that. Uh, yeah, and it just kind of how does that roll into the next week, right? Road trip uh, out to the East Coast, UConn, and Seton Hall. It, you know those are going to be tough games. Yeah. Yeah, we're probably going to find ourselves in at least one, maybe two more games like this for UConn oh and Seton Hall. Both those teams, obviously everyone knew UConn was going to be really good going into this season. Seton Hall has come up with some big-time upsets. So it's going to be a fight both these games, but coming off a game like this gives us a lot of confidence going into the road trip. Awesome. Big ride, nice job today. 18 points, nine rebounds, and I failed to mention four blocks. <laughs> they, they actually counted them. Counted them, counted them, them to the They counted them this Saturday. Last Saturday they didn't. Oh, yeah. So. Hey, man, congratulations. Nice Good job. Game, Thanks, guys. Nice job, Ryan Kalkbrenner joining us here at courtside after the Jays win by one at 66 to 65. Let's take a look at the individual numbers real quick. Kalkbrenner, 18-9 with four blocks. Baylor Shireman, fifth double-double this year, 17-12. and 12. 11 points for Stephen Ashworth. That keeps a streak alive. The Jays are now 7-0 and 0 when Ashworth scores in double figures. Unfortunately, a rough day for Trey Alexander, but he hit the two yeah, free big, throws at the time. end that were the game-winning difference. Alexander ends up with eight. Miller with eight. Uh, let's see, am I, who am I missing here? And Farabello had four, only four bench points today. But as we mentioned, Bello was a big unsung hero today with that pick six, turnover at midcourt, the layup, then hit a couple of free throws down the stretch. For St. John's, another double-double for Joel Soriano with 13 and 11. Now remember, he had 11 and seven early in the second half when he started to come alive. But then after that moment, just two more points and four more rebounds down the stretch. So the Jays locked it up again. And even though Soriano does get a double-double, it came the hard way on just 5 of 11 shooting. And then Danis Jenkins, just 5 of 17 from the field, he finishes as the only other Johnny in double points with 11. Uh, that's that's huge, right, because Jenkins has really kind of propelled this team, specifically offensively, right, to, to get some of these wins, right? They're 4-1 and, one mm -hmm. and uh, up until today. And so – to have him take that those tough shots, which he's accustomed to taking, right? And he's a he's a big time shot maker from the elbow and over contest. And, and I thought Kalkbrenner did a great job on that last possession, getting out to him and contesting to make that shot incredibly difficult without fouling. Uh, we, you know, with five seconds left in the game on the line. Blue Jays 66, St. John's 65. And Coach Mack is going to wander his way over here, so we won't go to break yet. We'll take our last break after Coach Mack comes over because he just got done backstage. So we will keep it right here. And uh, your Coach Mack postgame is brought to you, as always, by Lawler's Custom Sportswear. For original custom-made designs, the best-dressed Blue Jays dress with Lawler's Custom Sportswear, LawlersCustom.com. I think, I'm not sure, but I think it's the first time this year we went an entire half without making a three. 
and we go the last almost five minutes without a field goal and still win the game. The scoreboard's a scoreboard, John. <laughs> I know, but I'm just – it's that kind of day. You, right. had to, you had to find other ways to win. Yeah, and, and uh, as I said in the media room, I, I really thought we got a lot of open shots the first half. I, I really felt like at that 12-minute timeout, I, I can't remember what the score was. Uh, <coughs> it was probably 10-6-ish, to six, yeah. uh, ish, and I felt like we should be up like 22 or 24-6. to six. Like we had such good threes by the right guys. And we couldn't make them. Now, the second half, we didn't get good shots. Uh, they, they were defensively, they were so physical, and that's why we were able to pile up the fouls and, and win it at the free throw line in the end. Uh, but really proud of the guys. Like, you, when you get in a mud fight like this, you, you better stay in it. And, uh, and baskets were hard to come by by both teams. And, you know, the things we talked about on the pregame show, not turning over a bunch and hanging in there on the offensive glass. You know, they were number one on the team in the country in second-chance points. And, uh, you know, we at least, uh, you know, I don't know, they got 14, we got 12. So, mm-hmm. we, you know, we lost that battle by two, and that's, uh, that's huge in a game like this. So um, you, you don't get credit for style points uh, in a win or a loss in this league um, there's going to be a lot of these games, and I, I know Seton Hall and, and, and Butler went right to the end again, and you just might as well get used to it. Yeah. It's going to happen, and yeah. our guys find a way to, to gut it out on a night when you know Baylor and Trey didn't shoot it well. Back 29 bench points for, for Red Storm today. <laughs> it, tell us a little bit about just that second unit. I mean, John and I were talking about <laughs> it during a game, and it just seemed like it gave them a spark, and they made <clears throat> a lot of their – majority of their runs happen when that second unit was on the Well, floor. first of all, they – change the starting lineup so <laughs> yeah. Ledlam you know had not started the last couple games neither had Taylor uh you know Luis has come off the bench I think he brings him a lot of energy Dunlap uh you know has been playing really well Dingle would start for almost everybody <clears throat> so he's just got a lot of guys over there you know he brought in 11 new guys to go around Soriano and you know that's a great centerpiece to start and obviously they did a, they did a terrific job a lot of the things that we're accustomed to having some success with offensively they really took away especially the second half uh, and we had to go to something different but fortunately our guys were you know were tough enough to get to that rim and put their chin to the goal and get to the free throw line and you know Trey hasn't shot free throws this year like he normally does but man those last two didn't even didn't didn't touch anything you know so uh, you know big time free throws then we really executed our defensive plan uh taking one foul and then made the decision not to take the second one down by (laughs) nine and things were looking pretty desperate the place was a little hot Baylor got teed up he was frustrated um how were you able to turn everything around because it's usually in those moments where a team mm-hmm. like St. John suffocates you, but you didn't allow that. Yeah, I mean, first of all, the crowd, that ticked the crowd off. And, you know. Uh, Not just the crowd, uh, yeah, Mac. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, <laughs> I was close to getting one myself, and I'm glad I didn't now that it's over. Ditto. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, that, that really got our crowd going. And then, you know, I think we scored and got a stop, and then Bello got a steal. Yeah. And I think Bello's steal and layup really got the crowd into it. And then they never – they were there from for the rest of the game. They were so into it. Um, and on a day like today, I, I mean, I, I don't know if our folks are crazy or what, but uh, it's a good crazy uh, because it, there's not a place in the country, I don't care, blue blood, you name it, if the weather's like this, there's not a building as full as this building was today uh, for a game like this. And it's just a, a credit to our fans and their, their loyalty. And, you know, there's no chance – uh, we win this game with a with a half full building today. They they certainly made a huge difference. Back a slight defensive change to, to kind of close out the game to to kind of flatline and hedge 
Jenkins off the ball screen instead of drop coverage. What goes into a decision like that, right, <coughs> when you're so accustomed to playing that drop coverage? Yeah, I think there was a timeout with three minutes left, and we, you know, we, we talked about it as a staff, and we were going to do it one possession. It went well. We did it again. Uh, you know, we, we only had four team fouls, so now you have the flexibility that if you get aggressive and you foul, you're not putting them on the free throw line. And, you know, they hadn't seen it the whole game, so you just become accustomed to coming off our ball screen and probe and probe and probe and read, and he's too good of a player. So we just decided to show him something different a couple times and then uh, then went actually went back to our, our normal coverage yeah, the, the last, last play of the game, yeah. just moved Kalk up higher and, you know, the way he rose up to shoot that over top of him was a heck of a play by him. But, you know, Ryan made that a really hard shot. Then, you know, we had all our, our tiny guys fighting for <laughs> rebounds on that backside, and fortunately they knocked it out of there. Yeah, I really got to give credit. <laughs> Steven again on the floor at the end defensively. Bello on the floor most of the second half defensively. They gave you great effort today as Ashworth ends up with the best plus minus on the team. Yeah, I mean, the thing about those two, like – what they lack in stature, they, they do not lack in heart and toughness. I mean, they are fighting to get through screens. They are physical when that ball goes up in the air, and they got to try to get somebody off the glass. So it, it, it's not because they're not being tough. And, you know, we, we, we've got to live with some of that. But, you know, Steven hit some big shots. Obviously, Bellow with the big steal um, and a couple big free throws at crunch time as well. And, you know, I couldn't be more proud of them. They, you know, essentially St. John's in a lot of ways they were playing four guards um, and it made it tougher to, to have Mason and Isaac out there as much as we'd like. So we decided to go small and uh, it got us back in the game and then brought us home at the end. Well, uh, th- by the way, I just looked this up. This is only the first, this first time this year we've gone single-digit turnovers in back-to-back games. Only had six in Chicago, only had seven today. And you not, and really not, not any of those back-breaking turnovers that turned into pick six. No, you know, live ball turnovers is really a focus of ours going into this game. And, and I thought our guys handled the pressure. We had one five-second call where we got a little bit out of sorts. Um, other than that, I thought our guys really worked to get open. And, you know, we attacked the press enough in the first half to get good shots that I think they were a little bit hesitant to stay with it, to not, you know, how many times is Baylor Shireman and Mason Miller going to miss an open three? Like, yeah. you're, you're rolling the dice a little bit. So, uh, but, you know, a good win over a really good team. That's an NCAA tournament team. They have all the pieces. They got great guard play. They're physical on the glass, and they got a they got a centerpiece inside and Soriano. So, um, a heck of a win for us. Absolutely. <clears throat> all right, that'll wrap things up from here, Matt. Congratulations, and you have an extra day now because the Steelers game got moved to Monday. Yeah, I'm really disappointed that those. You know they're soft in Buffalo, New York. I mean, I, <laughs> they were offering twenty the, the, bucks an hour to scoop out the, the stadium. The, the Steelers would been there and ready to play. So yeah. uh, it's disappointing. <laughs> no, but, uh, I'll have work to do Monday, John. You'll so be I, practicing at that time. I, I will. So, but uh, hope everybody that's out there traveling uh, travel safe. It's uh, not very nice out there, but we no. really appreciate them being here today. Waiting on a tax return. Hopefully, it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.